Welcome to the Tita Project, a podcast with Tin and Tita Kay, where we talk about the curiosities and concerns of the titas of today. This is where we figure things out one chica at a time. Let's more than just survive, let's thrive. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Hello everyone, I'm Tin. I'm Tita Kay. So friends, let's talk naman about plants. It's a long overdue topic. We know you guys have been asking for this episode. Because whether you have a black thumb, Tita Kay raises her hand, or you grow plants that are planterina levels of lush, many of us have realized that taking care of plants is not just a curiosity or hobby, but a life skill. The benefits of taking care of plants range from a prettier space, better air quality, to mood-enhancing effects, lowering stress levels and anxiety levels, and of course, having actual fresh herbs and veggies for our meals. So, let's go, MFO! Game, let's start! We have with us today, Kat Juan Ledesma. CJL in the house, <laughs> a woman of many talents. She is a communications professional with a master's degree in media practice from the University of Sydney, a model, journalist, an advocate of local brands and products. You guys can check out her IG at trilocalph. And most impressive of all, she has a green thumb, which is why we asked her to come on board so we can learn how to grow and nurture plants from her. Hey, Kat! Hi, guys. Hi, Carrots. Hi, Tin. Thanks so much for having me. Can you believe this is actually my first podcast interview? Oh, so. my goodness. We're so honored. Wow. Yes. Yeah, what an honor. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Kat. I still remember sending you a DM asking for tips on how to keep a rosemary plant alive. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> because I always end up killing mine. I think I bought three pots already, and in each pot, wala, wala nag survive, they die. And you were so gracious to share your tips. So thank you for that. I, I remember, I will always remember that. Oh, you're very welcome. And I love the tagline of your show let's not just survive, let's thrive. Let's do that to our plants also. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we always start with an origin story. How and when did you get into plants and why? Okay. Um, yes. Disclaimer to everyone listening. I am not a plant expert. I am definitely just what you'd call a plant hobbyist. And it was one of those things that I definitely grew up with women who had green thumbs. My mom had the lushest ferns wherever we were in the country. My grandmother grew all these beautiful bougainvilleas and ornamentals. And my great grandmother was an orchid lover. So Loving plants and having a green thumb was definitely in there, but I just didn't have the time to kind of cultivate that until the pandemic. And when the pandemic hit and I found myself at home, working from home and trying to just kind of fill my time, because obviously a lot of my time before the pandemic was commuting, it was going to events, it was just... Um, hours and hours spent doing other things that now I had time to do at home. I said, you know, why don't I just make my home pretty because we're here and um, finally just learn how to grow plants and finally do it right. So like Tin, I also killed a few rosemaries in the beginning because <laughs> they're not an easy plant to grow. They really aren't. Um, but 
I did tons of research, found the right medium for them, found the right spot. And now I've had a rosemary that's as old as this pandemic. Like it's about four feet high almost, about three and a half feet. What? No way. MFO is shocked. It's fantastic for my gin and tonics. Uh, yes, yes, perfect. So were you always a naturalist? Because I know you love being out in nature. So did you always parang, feel confident not taking care of plants? Or were the, were the, were the, was there like trepidation in the beginning? Oh, 100% there was trepidation. I mean, to answer your question about being a naturalist, 100% as well. I grew up surrounded by nature. I mean, I grew up in the province, as did my husband. And we grew up like going to waterfalls and cold springs. I mean, we had a very similar upbringing, separately, but similar. And, um, and it's funny because it was things like that, like this really cowboy life that we had as kids that I actually really hated growing up. But there's a saying that goes, um, it's our job to introduce to our kids things that they don't yet know they love. Right. And, you know, that I think is something that was given to me. And now I look for it. I crave for nature. And my kids are getting that same kind of upbringing. They're not always going to get the hot showers. They're not always going to get you know, um, the comfy beds, but I believe it's something that they will look for, for their own spirits and their own mental health in the future. Right, right. And I feel like being, uh, being in nature, looking at nature or yeah, being immersed in nature, I feel like it really does, um, have a healing element, no? It has like healing energy. 100%. I mean, um, I do start my mornings now at home. I used to, I mean, like many people start the day by first thing you do, what do you do? You look at your phone. But now, instead of that, I take a pause, I take in the sunshine, and I actually go around and check out my plants. And it's one of the most kind of therapeutic things to start your day with, to see new growth, to see how they're doing, to see if they're happy. Um, and there is a lot to be said about the green, the color green, how it's, it gives you a lot of serenity, peace, um, and just being surrounded by all that. And of course, they're giving you all this good air as well. So 100%. Right. And a green wall, like a painted green wall, isn't just going to cut it, right? It has to be plants. I super appreciate that, um, yeah, plants can be so good for mental health. Uh, do you feel, do you find yourself calmer and less stressed when taking care of your plants? Absolutely. Um, right, right now, I'm in my workspace. I am surrounded by plants. I wish I could show them to you, but trust me, I, I, put, I put them up in my IG every so often. And if I'm in the middle of something really stressful, I just look at the corner of my workspace, see all the plants and they're all happy. And I'm like, okay, I can breathe a bit easier. I think it feels better just to have them around. You know, I cannot keep a plant alive even if I tried. Uh, what's the easiest foolproof plant to take care of that will help me and titas like me build confidence? Out of curiosity though, what happens to your plant's carrots? Like, why do they die? They, parang they turn brown or I forget that they're there or maybe I don't pay attention to them, I don't talk to them, I water them too much. I guess I don't study them enough. They need more attention. Yeah, that, that would probably, I think you've nailed it on the head, honestly. Um, I could definitely recommend, I mean, when you first start, maybe a Sansevieria. Sansevierias are, they're like the, the very hardy, um, a little spiky, um, almost succulent or cactus-like plants that don't require too much attention. Um, Sansevieria. Sounds like a yummy dessert from like, from a green belt or something. Right. Or the, the, ZZ, the ZZ plants, um, which are also very low-light plants. But I don't find as much satisfaction from raising these kinds of plants, only because they're very slow growers, and they don't quite show you whether they're happy or not. You're like, 
are you doing anything? <laughs> um, so, so if I could recommend easier plants that kind of give you a little more satisfaction because you see new leaves, you see them kind of move towards the sun, um, that would be things like pothos. They're relatively inexpensive. People can give you cuttings almost everywhere and they come in beautiful varieties. There's golden pothos, manjula pothos look like watercolors. They're stunning. Um, and if you let them climb, their leaves even get massive. So I love those. I, they're fast growers too. So you can, you can feel that you're doing something right when you can see them almost weekly change. Um, epiprenums are the same. Filipinos call them tibatib. They're the ones that climb on trees. Um, they're quite beautiful and they're so hardy. You stick them in a jar of water, give them a little light, and they'll survive for months. Like They'll just thrive. And then if you want to go a little more um, decadent, because it's a little more popular and a little more, you know, on the little price range, but not naman too much these days. It's going down. Are the Monstera, Monstera Deliciosas or the Monstera Borsigianas. I hope I'm pronouncing that one right. But they're very hardy plants. Yeah, and I see them, Um, well, yeah, uh, I feel also, and I have observed that a lot of titas or the plant titas often talk about Monsteras. They paint them, they grow them, they're on placemats and the prints of their, you know, dresses. What's up with monsteras? Can you like explain to me why that's so? No, good point. Um, they just um, there's just an inspiration to so many because they're just a very pretty plant. Um, and what's quite satisfying about them is that they start off with you as solid leaf, just green, very plain looking plants, honestly. And then as they mature in your care, they start to have what they call fenestrations. Now, fenestrations are when they start to have those slits and those holes that just make them actually quite stunning. And then, of course, when they get to the mature stage where the leaves are massive, they're as big as like plates or bigger. Um, they're just so beautiful. I can I can totally understand why people paint them and are inspired by them. I have Monstera jewelry. I mean, I'm guilty of all of this. <laughs> Amazing. But to go back, carrots to why plants maybe aren't thriving in your care, I did want to bring up like four points, I think, which are really important in terms of plant care, which are quite simple. Um, and their tips maybe I can share with the listeners to kind of help them along. Yes, please do. Please, please, please. Okay, so um, there's really four parts to keeping a plant happy, and it's the soil, the water, the light, and the air. Now, soil, you'd be surprised. Many times when a plant comes to you from a plant shop, etc., it's really just in just plain old-fashioned mud and soil, and the roots of a plant actually need air, so plants, surprisingly, more often than not, they need very chunky soil. So in fact, they don't even need soil in it. So in fact, I know um, a plant store, very established, they put all their plants in cocoa husk, dry acacia leaves, and um, some pumice. They, they specialize in philodendrons. And those plants are super happy in just those three ingredients in their soil because the soil is airy, it's chunky. Um, a monstera, uh, monsteras love that, for example. Rosemary constantly needs sand um it needs rice husk to, and you need to keep constantly my rosemary i to prod it almost every other day or maybe every four days with like a metal chopstick just to aerate the soil so that the roots don't get so compact so chunky soil that's the first tip second tip is water and this is where so many people have an issue because they put their plants on a schedule where like, I will water my plant once a week and it'll be on Friday. But not every week is the same. 
Some weeks are sunnier than others. Other weeks are rainy, they're cold, they're wet. So the plant might actually not need as much water every week. So a really important mantra to remember about plants is it's better to underwater than overwater. You can basically just drown your plant or get it in roots into mush if you overwater. So one thing I can recommend to purchase, and this is the best 200 pesos you will ever purchase for your plants from either Lazada or Shopee, is what they call a moisture meter. It's just like this metal stick with a meter on the top, and you stick it in your pot, and it will tell you whether the, the soil is wet or the soil is already dry enough for you to water. Because you'd be surprised that some plants can go three weeks without even needing um, additional water. Because the, let's say it's been the rainy season. Interesting. So that would most probably be one of the biggest issues with plant care. And then the third I mentioned was light. Um, with light, honestly, when you see plant care guides, they tell you indirect light or full light. Full light is the light that gives you a sunburn. It's the light that is like the noonday sun. It's what you get from a south-facing window. Um, very actually few plants can actually survive that type of light, unless it's a cactus, a succulent, uh, maybe a sansevieria, not so much. But indirect light is where they thrive. And you don't, the, the sun's rays don't even need to be touching them. So the best tip for indirect light is if it is the room bright enough for you to read a book. And if the room is bright enough to read a book, it is most probably bright enough for the, for the plant to actually also be happy there. Um, but morning sun, oh my gosh, they love morning sun. Most plants do. So the sun that comes in between like 7 a.m., 6.30 to about 9 or even 10, um, they love that. That that really gets them going. The sun is an energy source for the plant. Right. Do you move your pots around like all day? Like, okay, it's the morning sun. I got to move my plants. I, I, have to, I have to admit, I do that to some of my babies. There are a few of them. I'm like, and you know what? The sun changes throughout the year as well. And when you're a plant lover, you start to notice like, hey, this spot three months ago used to get the morning sun and now it's not getting it. So you've got to shift your plants again. And it's fun. It's a way to recreate your house. I wonder if there's like a sun meter that can be purchased on Lazada as well. <laughs> I would not be surprised. All roads lead to Lazada, Diva. And Shopee. And Shopee. <laughs> right. And the last being air. Air, yes. And this is the one people many times forget about. They think, I've got the sun, I've got the water. Um, you know, my soil looks good. But, you know, if you live in an apartment and you don't get good air circulation, and let's say you've got the aircon on the whole day, your plant will not be happy, unfortunately. It, it's a living thing. It needs open windows. It needs fans. Sometimes just good air circulation going in the room. Um, imagine like, yeah, leaving something in an enclosed room for days on end. After a while, the soil doesn't dry properly because the air is not getting to it. Fungus starts to happen. So oftentimes when a friend will come to me and be like, I don't get it. Everything seems right. What's going with the plant? I'm like, it, how is your apartment? Because oftentimes it isn't an apartment. And um, that's when you find out air is actually the, the one thing that's causing the issue. I was going to say that my plants, um, you know, how there's that saying, right? The grass is greener. My neighbor's grass is literally greener. And it's like my plants are growing and looking towards my neighbor's house and want to cross the street and just move to my neighbor's house. <laughs> I'll take a photo and I'll send it to you guys. 
para lalabas na yung roots. But I suspect nga that it is soil that is the problem. I don't um what do you call it like aerate it, you aerate the soil. Yeah, 100%. You'd be surprised. Um, the soil, I didn't really notice that as well. My rosemary is thin. I mean, the first three that died, it was because the soil that came, they came in was actually like mud. And, you know, I mean, it's an investment to transfer your plants to chunky soil. So, of course, the sellers just want to sell it to you in whatever is the least amount of cost to them many times if it's not a reputable seller. So after a while, the roots were just getting, they couldn't breathe and they were getting soaked in water. Um, cause the, cause you're right. The soil has to be enough to be also be well draining because it's chunky. So let, let's all the water out when you water it. Um, and that was, that was my big, uh, flaw. And I think that you really have to nerd out on like the soil components, right? That's the ultimate, yeah. ano, uh, plantita, ano na yan, levels talaga. May uh, chemistry involved. It's fun. There's actually, um, well, if you really want to be a little, you know, a little lazy about it, people already sell really good premium soil mixes and that's fine, but there's actually a lot of fun in mixing your own and doing your own ratios to it. So it becomes like your secret blend. Just, just knowing like what each ingredient does to the soil and how you think, well, how, from your research, what that plant will appreciate from you putting it in that way. It's lovely. It's, it's a lot of fun. I promise. And very therapeutic. Nice. We're all about the mental health aspect here. <laughs> you, Tin, do you have like a secret, ano na, your secret uh, soil recipe? I have a secret supplier of soil. <laughs> I, I still buy because I remember, you're right, Kate. When I was starting out, plants would die on me. And then I realized, you know what, when they send me plants or when I buy plants, I really have to repot after. You cannot just leave the plant in that soil where you bought it from it, right? 100%. Especially yeah, if it's... You really have to repot yeah. because there were times that the soil was... Yeah, you were saying mud. It really was mud. So you can't expect... And of course, Mayaya said, because ma'am, they want to come back again when they die. So it's really... Um, yeah, number one is for me, soil. It's it's very important. More than anything, right? Because um, that's where they live. It. It's like their home. Yep. For sure. Kumbaga sa makeup, yan yung foundation. Yes. You have to match it correctly. Like they match foundation to your skin. And each plant has a different mix. So it's not like one one I know, one mix fits all. The For the most part. Though I would say like most philodendrons all like the same kind of nice mix. Or they have what they call an aroid mix, which is what philodendrons would like. Um, pothos would love them too. Yeah, so I mean, there's really stuff out there. Like Tin said, also like a good tita, know your good suppliers. <laughs> okay, what's the most challenging plant for you, Naman? Or because you know how to mix soils and you know the importance of the north facing, south facing. Is there a plant that you find challenging, or each plant is ano is uh, an individual in its own right, and so. You kind of know now how to templa, how to take care of it. No, no, definitely. Um, you know, certain people gravitate towards certain plants and they enjoy caring for them. There's definitely certain plants that I feel don't like me and I'm so scared to try again with them. Um, one would be Calatheas. Now, if you see Calatheas, like when you Google it online, their leaves are so beautiful. Their leaves look like artwork and um, they look phenomenal but they are like what i'd like to call the goldilocks of the plant world like nothing 
they need the perfect balance. Like it can't be too hot. It can't be too dry. It can't be too humid, but it also can't be too um, wet. Basta, it's, it's like this, it's like, it drives me crazy. And I've actually given up because when they're not happy, they become drama queens and they start to like get brown on the edges and they shrivel up and they start to lose their luster. And um, I've, yeah, and so many people actually have told me that they start off buying them because they're the most pretty plants in the market many times. <laughs> but then it's like, ah, oh, what do I do? So they have to buy humidifiers or they have to like now have a humid range thing. And I'm like, it's not worth my time. I, I can't do that now. Um, I haven't gotten like there. Like a donya of plants. <laughs> so moody, throwing a tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, super, super. And they're so beautiful too. They really fit the Donia profile. The <laughs> other one that unfortunately doesn't like me, and it's a, it was a popular plant a few months ago, are uh, Pileas, Pilea peperonia. Mm. These are the ones they call the UFO plants. Now, yes, yes. They come from the peperomia family. And if you actually look at the roots of a peperomia, they're super fine. They're like hair. They're like super fine hair. So you can imagine if the soil isn't to the right um, mix for one, or if you're not watering them properly, those roots just melt. They literally just melt. And I've lost um, three peperomia um, varieties to this issue, and I just can't figure them out. And I'm sure a listener here is going to say, this is what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. I, I will definitely want to try again in the future because I, I love peperomias. I think they're so pretty. But there's something about them and me right now that just aren't jiving. And I'd be cautious to invest if you haven't tried yet on the more expensive varieties like the UFO plant. Because I've heard of people like a friend of mine when it was the boom, she actually invested in one. Like it, she paid like 9K and the plant just melted, melted no, on her. Oh no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kat, I have a Pelea and... I can tell you. I'll share with you how I keep mine alive. Oh, thank you, Tin. Thank you. Give me hope. Yes, there's hope because I killed not three. So I know what you mean. Masakit siya. Kasi, yeah, it's, it was kind of, not naman 9,000 because they were like baby. But um, I was like giving up na. And then I saw a friend and, and she said she she hand carried hers pa from New York. So I said, wow, how, do, how did you do it? Na it's so big na. And she was saying na it was, she kind of smuggled it. <laughs> and she was saying the key is east facing window but inside an aircon room so it's like oh my god high maintenance but i did it because my kids room is nasa ano nasa east facing yung window nila so i moved it there and the aircon is you know it's cooler naman there and you know what it's it's like sprouting babies that's and amazing i was so happy so yeah and you're right i had to repot it i bought this ano yeah, the happy village soil which yes. is, they have this parang um, different mixes, diba? So, meron siya parang um, pang enhance ng soil. So, I, I potted it there and then terracotta pot. So, it's cool. And then, I made patong pa on a marble na parang soap dish. So, malamig. So, sabi oh. ko, oh my God, this is so high maintenance. But the satisfaction of seeing it sprout babies, parang, oh my God. It's, diba, parang it feels like a superpower. So, I always send my friend pictures na, look at the plant. It's alive. And it's almost a year na. It's That's here. amazing, Tin. Congratulations. And I absolutely agree with you on the, the feeling like, oh my gosh, it's a superpower that you were able to keep something happy. I would definitely love those tips. 
Yeah. So aircon pala and then east facing. It turns out pala these Pileas are from like a mountain region in China. So if you imagine where they're originally from, they like the cold air. Yes, kailangan it's cold. And yun nga, my friend said, it's really high maintenance. But the satisfaction naman na you keep it alive, it, it pays you back somehow in feelings. Absolutely. <laughs> so I guess that's really why you're called plant parents because they really are your children. Correct. And it feels parang sad when they die. Parang, oh my God, I failed you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so Kat, are you more into decorative plants or plants with a purpose? What are your favorite plants? Um, I would have to say both. I, I do love the ornamentals. I mean, I like I, I mentioned earlier, I'm a huge fan of philodendrons. I've got all sorts of monsteras as well. Um, I like also the ones that are a little variegated because when uh, variegated means that it comes out maybe a little mottled. You never know what leaf is going to come out looking like. And mm-hmm. there's always a little bit of surprise to that. Like, is the leaf going to have more cream? Is the leaf going to have a little more green to it? Um, I, that's a lot of fun to me. And, um, but I do also love my herbs. I've got the oreganos and I've got the basil and of course my rosemary. Um, and I do also grow things like, have you heard of katakatakata? I think that's what it's called. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's apparently really good for skin ailments. And in fact, I use its leaves. I mash them up and I put them in my salt and coconut oil body scrubs. So mm-hmm. I use that in the shower as well. So I'd say a bit of nice. both. So all you have to do is like go into, into your garden and you're complete now. <laughs> Everything's there. My gin is my gin botanicals are all complete and then my pasta. Yes. Also. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Yun ang mga ano eh, diba? satisfaction. You just you know, pull something up out from the garden and then you know, instant it's there. You don't have to shop for it. Yep, for sure. So where would you recommend shopping for plants? Or are you like the classic mantita na na cuttings from friends that's like a level no that's like you graduate from shopping for plants to asking for cuttings you <laughs> I think I think it's actually maybe it's before and then maybe before is the cuttings because honestly um, I am part of like um, a, a plant group in my area in my village and lots of plant lovers there and they're all so generous and they love to give cuttings and stuff and in fact one of my prized plants, which is like what they call the elusive pink princess. And I could never justify paying for one. Um, someone was actually very nice enough. And I didn't actually know her very well, but she was so generous. And she's like, you know what? Mine is growing too big. I'll, I'd love to give you a cutting because I find the prices these days crazy. I've had this plant for years. And it was so I was so honored and so touched that she thought that I deserved that. And she thought that I could take care of that. And it's one of my favorites, actually. And it's a pink princess. So of course, on Wednesdays, it's like Lenny Pink. I'll post it. <laughs> but but if I were to recommend um, plant stores, and there are a few out there, um, I, I would love to recommend the ones who, I guess, have been in the industry a while. Because, you know, it, it's something to be called also a plant-demic, where everyone saw the potential of it being a business. And... Um, by doing that, um, a lot of all these new stores started sprouting out and many of them were just importing plants. And for the sake of business, actually, in some of these plants, the prices are insane. They come in the six figures. Mm-hmm. Um, these are collector items that I, I myself as a plant lover, I can't justify. Um, it, it's just not for me to invest that much 
in a certain plant. But I would like to recommend the ones like, for example, there's a there's a shop that's been around for, gosh, over 20 plus years called Orcs and Orans. Um, it was uh, established by this couple and now their daughter, Charlie, she's the one who runs it. Um, they can be found in Instagram. And then they've also got, I think, a shop in Cavite and a shop in QC. But you know that when you talk to them, they really know their plants. It's not it's not just a business for them, because I, I do have to tell you, I have a bit of a trauma story from a plant that was a gift from my husband that he had found from a shop just online. And he knew I had wanted this certain plant. And it was so beautiful when it first came to my house. And in a span of four days, a leaf just turned into mush. And then I was like, what's going on? I couldn't figure it out. And then in a span of five days, another leaf turned to mush. And and you can imagine my husband also like looking at it and stressing, like sweating. <laughs> and I, I, I was just baffled. I couldn't figure it out. And I'd messaged the shop because he finally told me where he bought it. And they just couldn't answer. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. They didn't want, I don't know. They just didn't bother to them. It was just a business. It was like, we've already, per- you've already purchased it. I guess it's no return, no exchange. It's on your hands. Um, and it was shops like Charlie who actually told me um, what could be done, hopefully, what could be done for the plant. Um, so it's like that. It's 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 sellers that I value who've been around for a long time. Um, another one would be Codex Obsession. She is actually a real botanist, and she specializes in succulents, and she specializes in those really cute um, bulb plants like the Stefania erectas the Stef- or the Stefania novias. Um, you, you remember, have you seen those? It's, they're, they're so adorable. I've had two from them. They're so healthy. She gives amazing tips. Um, she's definitely worth exploring if you like those types of plants, the codex plants, the, the bulby types. Um, another one uh, who I love, she's a dear friend, um, and she's actually gotten into it recently, but I would say that her imports are quite healthy. And from the feedback I'm seeing from friends who purchased from her as well, they're quite nice and they're growing very well is Mama Botanica, which is char. She's totally a plantita also. Another longtime established one down here in the South is Greens and Blossoms, who's run by Agnes and her husband and another really great couple who love their plants and can give you tons of tips also. Because you definitely want a seller who's still going to be there and open communication with you because there's going to be times you're going to have questions for sure. Like, you know, there's certain plants like I've gotten from Charlie and I think, Charlie, there's like yellow spots on this leaf. Is this something to worry about? And, And then, of course, she'll inform me. Um, what it is, what it's not, don't worry about it. And even plants I haven't bought from some of these people, they're so generous with their knowledge and their love of plants. They'll give you tips regardless. That's a great tip. Know your sellers, right? Know your sources, yeah. Because you want to have a relationship with them eventually in in the plant growing sense. For sure, because there's so many right now. And honestly, it's, it's it's a price war thing. Um, a lot of these plants, you got to remember also to keep up with the demand right now are being done by tissue culture, uh, tissue culture. If I understand a little bit, it's a science basically to use tissue instead of seedlings or cuttings to grow the plant faster, to keep up with the demand. But when you do that, um, genetically, these plants aren't, they've been grown in a lab to put it mildly. So their, their immune systems aren't actually as strong as plants that have been out or have been facing the rains or facing, you know, certain critters or et cetera. So they come into your house. And I think that's one of the reasons why the the plant that was given to me by my husband failed was it looked so beautiful. It looked like a tissue culture, honestly. And it probably had just come from Holland. It probably got to the Philippines and was like, where am I? 
what am I doing in this country? And who are these little things on me? I have no protection for them, from them. And I'm just going to melt and turn into mush. <laughs> if only we could do that in real life. Oh, I'm so stressed. Can I just turn into mush? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tissue culture, that's so interesting, right? Wow. Learning something new every day. Send me back to Holland. <laughs> Send me back to Holland. I don't want to exist here. <laughs> But I know what you mean, Kate. Eh? Because I've had that fair share na of, alam mo yung parang it arrives, it looks nice, and then when you take it out from the soil, oh my God, wala pa lang, walang roots. And I felt, alam parang oh my God, parang naloko ka, and you feel like, di ba, parang the rug was pulled under from your feet. Because it looks so pretty, but my God, when I was repotting, no roots. So wala na. Parang I learned my lesson the hard way na. Talagang you have to know who your seller is. Don't just, oh, because it's buy one, take one on Instagram, go for it. Like, if you don't know anybody who's ever bought from them, don't even dare na lang. Just go to the reputable ones, na, the ones who really love plants and not just sell plants for money. Because it really feels bad when, when, you know, when you see how much you paid for something and then you feel like na loko ka, diba? Yeah, that's it. Asa <laughs> roots? Where are the roots? But walang roots ang plant? Where are the roots? <laughs> Which means that they've just recently cut the plant from the mother plant and don't want to wait the time and the investment to wait for it to establish, which is what they call it. And they just want to sell it already. It's really about, and because they're hoping also to catch a price, probably that they don't want to go down if they were to wait. That's often the case. Yeah, lesson learned the hard way. So let's talk about pots, pots and plants, matching, matching. It should be really fun not to match your Pots to your plants. What are the best local brands or shops for planters and pots? Oh my goodness, too many guys. I, <laughs> I am, I'm obsessed. That's half the battle. Half the battle is finding the right planter or pot for your plant. Honestly, I love it. Love, love, love it. So, is it like when you have a plant, you're like, okay, I can envision you in this pot. It's like choosing an outfit already. You need these shoes. <laughs> for sure. And then and then after a while, pa, you mix and match. You do some switcheroos. And so, yeah, super. It's so much fun. In regards to stores, honestly, I was thinking that because I was thinking, okay, what stores can I share? And I, honestly, I don't know if it's because it's so late at night now and I couldn't quite think, but I would say that a lot of them that I have found have been through Instagram. Um, there's tons of beautiful baskets online. There's like CNC baskets, which are great. There's a there's a cute, the, the woven ones as well. The ones made from local fabrics are so beautiful. They're a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, I think there's a brand called Habi that, might, that makes those. But I'd also say look at our local ceramics. There's tons of really good artisans that are doing these really lovely ceramics. Like I was just in um, the the home of um, acclaimed potter Ugu um, Igyan. Igyan. Yes. And I mean, he makes planters too, because if you go there, he's a plantito. Like he loves his plants. So um, tons of beautiful ceramics there for your plants. I left with a few. I'm guilty. So definitely, I mean, look for the ones that fit the, f- the feel of your home. But the plant itself, I think it's just going to be happy to be in anything pretty. <laughs> so have fun, play, do your price range and enjoy. Fantastic. Speaking of local brands and shops, 
because titas love to shop. <laughs> what are your favorite local brands and products? Not doesn't have to be related to yeah. plants, but because you're a you know love local advocate, we want to know where 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 would you recommend that we shop for stuff? Oh my gosh, so many. Okay, yes, I love I love that you're asking this, and I love that you're asking this, and you invited me over during the Burr months before Christmas because now is the time, titas, to shop local. Um, it is definitely the time to support local. And by supporting local, you make Christmas meaningful and happy for not just your friends and family, but actually all these wonderful uh, manufacturers here and all these families that are making things locally. So I would like to do a shout out to the movement that I started with two friends. It was mentioned earlier in the intro. It's called Try Local PH. We're found on Instagram and Facebook. And what we do is we just line up for all our, all our followers, um, an assortment of local brands, local movements, local places that we'd love to encourage all of you guys to visit, to try. And we just launched actually this week our Try Local PH Christmas list. And these are the brands we think who are doing something really special this Christmas and might be something you might want to explore for your own gift giving this Christmas. So I don't want to play favorites and I don't want to say like, um, you know, this brand only, et cetera, because trust me, I have hundreds of favorites and they're all there at TriLocalPH. Please go. We super love your advocacy of sharing Filipino cool as in keep up the great work. We love it. So guys, it's TriLocalPH. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, please go. Please let us know what you want to hear, etc. If you're a brand, give us a DM. Um, let us know how we can work with you, how we can help promote you. We're always open to hearing all about this because really it's all about that for us. It's all about just um, making sure that your small businesses see a wider audience. Right, right. So awesome. So going back to plants, what advice can you share with our listeners, especially those who have been wanting to take care of plants but are still, you know, mustering up the courage to do so? Yeah, um, I would definitely say, aside from all the tips I gave earlier, is start small. Um, don't think to invest like in your 9,000 peso pilea immediately. Um, start with plants that you feel are either in your budget or have been generously given as cuttings to you from friends. Start with those. Uh, see how they work in your care. And then start building up your confidence and your skill level from there. Um, another tip I could probably give is before you even purchase the plant, um, you think it looks pretty, you think it's something that you'd like to own, do research first on its needs. And there's so much good information out there. There's all these wonderful plant people, and not just locally, but globally, who have put up YouTube channels, who've put up websites that share their wealth of knowledge about various plants. And you can learn from them and actually already decide from there if that plant is something that's actually going to be okay in your home. Does your home have the right atmosphere for it? Does it have the right light for it? Um, you know, if you're in a small apartment, is that really going to be the right plant? It's going to get quite big. You know, there's, there's various factors to be considering. And I'd like you to already consider that before the plant even gets to you. Thank you, Kat. You are so amazing. Thank you for spending time with the Titas this evening. Um, do share with our listeners where they can find you for plant care tips and <laughs> God, repeat. Please share with our listeners where they can find you for plant care tips and more. Oh, okay. Um, well, I do have my private Instagram, which is at Cat Juan Ledesma. That's Cat with a C. 
And um, I do have a blog, but I unfortunately have to tell you that between online work, online distance learning, my plant care, etc., the blog has probably taken a backseat. It's catwan.com, but hopefully I can revive it soon. But please, yeah, um, let me know um, through the Instagram. I'd love to chat with you. I love talking plants. I love um, hearing how things work for you and maybe helping you or you helping me. Like Tin is going to help me with the Pileas. So yes, please, let's get connected. Thank you so much. I, I've had so much fun, honestly. It's my first podcast and I'm so happy this was the first one because it's actually something I really enjoy talking about. <laughs> We're so happy. Yay. Thank you, Kat. Thank you so much. MFO. <laughs> MFO, I'm so happy to have spoken to Kat. She knows her stuff. She's, yeah, I guess that, that's why they call them plant enthusiasts. Kinilig ka ba? Super. I, I, I mean, the, the joy of, of, of hearing from somebody who speaks your language. She understands. She understands. <laughs> she knows. She knows what you're going through. And for, she knows the joy. She knows the joy. And for me, someone who really... Parang I'm like an outsider looking in. I feel her energy and her happiness, really, and her joy in taking care of plants. I think... Everybody needs something happy to do. There was something joyful and happy, like a joyful and happy activity. It should be part of ano. Should be part of life. And for sure, I, I will do know what she does. Not get the phone right away and look at plants first thing in the morning. Parang tama yun eh. Diba, the habit nga is sometimes you check your phone. What time is it? Did I get any messages? But tama, look at your plants first because it really has that calming effect. Eh. And that joy na, oh, there's a new leaf. Oh, uh, ano, I need to punas pala the, the leaf of this one kasi nagkakadas. Parang the, the feeling of taking care of something and that something bringing you so much joy. It's so happy and so fulfilling and satisfying. And you know what else sparks joy aside from plants? What's that, Tita K? Having a fancy vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so yes, for our, yes, 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 that's right. So for our year-end pasabog, we're giving away a Gruenheim vacuum cleaner. What? Yes! What? Oh my God! Right? And 10 lucky winners get a car spa service that's a full interior deep cleaning of your vehicle thanks to Mike Gamis of Gruenheim Philippines and Clean Echo. So guys, if you don't know who Mike is, because he is everybody's favorite Tito, <laughs> Mike is the exclusive distributor <laughs> of Gruenheim Home Appliances, which are made in Germany. So you know they're built to last. He is also the founder of Clean Echo, a professional cleaning and sanitizing company. And they service not just homes, but business establishments and hospitals as well. I've been a customer of Mike for almost a decade now. And anything that needs tough cleaning, like hard to reach areas, the Christmas tree, the mattresses, yan. We call him Mike. Even aircon. His team takes care of cleaning our aircon. I've literally seen him grow his company to what it is now. And I'm so happy he partnered with us this December for such a generous and bonga giveaway. Super bonga! Thanks, Tita Mike. So, Titas, if you want professional cleaner levels of clean, join now. One of you lucky listeners will get a Gruenheim vacuum cleaner that uses an ecological pure water filter technology worth 99,900 pesos. 
Not only that, 10 lucky winners get to treat their car to an interior car spa. Just answer the question, what's your favorite podcast episode and why? On our Tita Project podcast Instagram. Make it good because the prize is OMG. Wait for us to post it and share your answer. Sounds good? Sounds great to me. Great. Thank you for hanging out with us. Let's do this again next time. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This has been the Tita Project with Din and Tita K. Have a great 2022 ahead. Let's chica soon. Nine hundred ninety-nine. Ninety-nine thousand. What? 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 Numbers Not here. only that. <laughs> I Lord. Wasn't not only <clears throat> Great. So thank you, Hank. Uh, ano ulit yung <laughs> <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us. Ano listening <laughs> lyrics natin. Let's do this again. <laughs> ano <ba yan? clears throat> Thank you for hanging out with us. Let's do this again next time. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This has been the Tita Project with Din and Tita K. Have a great 2022 ahead. Let's chica soon. Done! <laughs> I don't know why I stop and stop.